This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, TJ, I do want to stay on the offensive side of the ball before we start talking about some of the performances on defense. And you and I both watch a lot of this offensive line. Uh, we, I, at least I expected Frank to probably go again, uh, not practice a whole lot, but go during the game. Uh, we knew how Vitae was out, but the one that we didn't expect, um, and we found out on Wednesday that Jonah Jackson had a little boo-boo on his finger. Um, so nice. he was unable to go. I don't, it drives me absolutely f-ing nuts when you miss a game because of a finger. Have you ever played with a broken finger? Uh, I think I've played with every broken finger before, you know. I, 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 I to- I'm totally Please with tell me it's a drastic injury. I think it, I think it has to be. You know, I, and just, I say this because, you know, look at Decker last year. I mean, missing eight games with the finger. Yeah, but it was, his, okay, much, at least it was, was surgically like, repaired. And it was, like, really bad. Okay. Um, for Jonah, I mean, and just in the back of my mind, it's got to be something similar just because I know what kind of player Jonah is. Like, he's a dude that you you can literally not question that guy's toughness. You know what I mean? He's an old-school type guy, John, where I would, he, he will play through anything. So for him to miss a game because of a finger, of a finger is like, yeah, I mean, some of us old-school guys kind of, you know, Wince at that a little you, bit. You do. I mean, because it's like, tape it up, man. Put a cast on that bitch. Let's go. Yeah. Like, you don't need your hand. You I got mean, nine other ones. Lucas Patrick last night for the Bears is playing with a full club on his hand. You're yeah. like, yeah, you, come on, man. Just club that bitch up. But um, I, I, I say that, but I, Jonah's just a guy in my mind that he's he's earned the right to not have his toughness questioned. Right. Um, because he is that kind of old school grinder. So for him to miss a game because of it just tells me. It's got to be something more than just a finger. Uh, maybe you're talking hand. Maybe you're talking wrist. And it's got to be something, you know, I hope he doesn't miss too much time because right. he's a hell of a player. But for him to miss time, it does have to be pretty significant, in my opinion. So having said that, all right, I didn't want this to turn into a a bash session. and, and no, I, it's I, not. It, it's, it's but not. everybody feels the same way. It's I, what, I know, just if see If you talk it. about quarterback, you know, breaking a finger on their throwing hand, obviously can't play. You talk about all line D-line. Yeah. It's like. Tape that bitch up, yeah. man. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you know, buddy tape, yeah. I think yeah, talk here's... to offensive linemen that played in the league. I mean, I got asked about it yesterday. Do you ever break a finger? I'm like, which one and how many right. times? You yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> of course we all did. You know, and then you find a way. But some are worse than the others. And uh, yeah, you yeah. know. Anyway, I, I hope to see him back sooner than later because he, he gosh, Jonah's a, he's a really impressive guard, man, and he's a big part of that offense. But with it that played being said, really well week one. Did but yeah, one on with one. that being said. That being said, three guys new inside going against the strength of this Washington commander defense, which is their front seven. Now, I know they're down Chase Young, but the other guys they have up front are good players. This offensive line was outstanding. They were good. I would say they were good. Um, 
Well, I think the run the, game was with good. the hand with, with that they were dealt. Yes. And, and no pun intended. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> with the finger they were dealt. Right. Um, I, yes. With you got three backups going in. Yes. And not a great opening drive. The only the only reason I would say you know maybe a minus was. The protection broke down probably too many times. Okay, but we're um, still talking about I, three no, backups totally in the middle. It. Like I, it's not even every other guy; it's the three no. guys in the middle. But and you know, you know. I do know is. that guards are pretty much interchangeable. <laughs> you can put anybody <laughs> in there. They're fighting in a phone booth. Not when so one on one the entire game, man. You see, D tackles oh, nowadays. They're not just three thirty like they used to be back in the nineties, John. These dudes are fucking <laughs> back athletes, in the nineties. These dudes are athletes. I played one damn year. Yeah. In- Nineties. <laughs> you see these DNs bitch, rushing yes. from the inside now. It's like, what are you doing in here? Get the uh-huh. hell out of here! But no, I think look, it was impressive. It definitely yeah. was. Um, Stenberg making his second start. Look, he's a, in my opinion, much better run blocker than he is pass protector. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you get into a game where you have to ask him to pass block 30, 40 times one on one, he's going to get beat a couple times. You know, and uh, I, I think he's going to continue to improve. Uh, Evan Brown was a guy that, look, when Frank was ruled out Friday, uh, I don't think it was a huge overreaction because he started so many games last year. And, right. and in my opinion, Evan Brown's a starting center in this league. I I'm, mean, so, I I'm at, just happy that he's still here. I thought right. we would lose him in free agency. Too. I or when Tampa's center went down, I thought he was a guy that would be identified by other GMs to say, he's not starting, let's see if we can trade for him. Yeah, he was also a guy that they benefited having the – you know, restricted tender on. Right. So if somebody wanted to sign him, they were going to have to give up draft picks. But you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You know, I look at him and, and Frank, not, I'm not going to say interchangeable because Frank's obviously an all-pro type guy, but you got a 1A and a 1B. Right, yep. it's not really two, three, four on the depth chart. There, it's one A, one B. So, Evan Brown was uh, solid as we we saw last year. Um, but the big news, man, and, and you know, gosh, I even got a little bit emotional just watching the clips yesterday. Was was Dan Skipper because this was a guy I haven't played for four years, John. I mean, Dan Skipper was a, a young player when I was in the league. We're talking four or five years ago. Um, such a damn hardworking guy. Man, he just is. And for so many years now, he's kind of been on the wrong end of just the numbers game. Uh, we saw in Hard Knocks, you know, that Dan Campbell looked genuinely just freaking torn up when they had to release him. I know they were it's happy hard to, to get cut him back good on. Dudes. It is, man. And he's a good he's he's a great guy, first of all, but he just he embodies individually everything that Dan Campbell wants to do with, with a football team. Just the toughness, the grit. The attitude, the hard work, the passion. Like Dan Skipper embodies every every characteristic. He does. And he was just a guy for me that I just couldn't wait to see this guy finally get a chance. Yeah. And he gets his chance yesterday. He's six nine. He's probably the tallest guard in NFL history. It's hard to be tall in there. And and you're going against an all pro guy in John Allen. And uh, you know, what what is what were John Allen's stats yesterday? Two tackles. You know, now we know John Allen was a little beat up going into that game, but who cares, man? It's an all-pro type dude, and yep. you're a guy making a 
your first career start at a position you never played. And you go out there like that and, and you allow that offense to not worry about you. That's, all, that's what offensive linemen want to do. Don't worry about me. Don't not change the playbook because yeah. of me. Don't start, you know, keeping extra guys in protection just so you can double team, uh, you know, my guy. You know, don't start running away from me because, you know, I can't. That's just, that's all you want to do. And Dan Campbell or Dan, Dan Skipper allowed them to run their offense and not only run their offense, but run it at a high level again. You know, 36 points, 190-something yards on the ground. Uh, I know we saw the three sacks in there, but none of those were on him. A um, couple times you saw a pressure a little bit where it looked like he was going to get beat, and he recovers. And mm-hmm. it's just like, God damn, like you just can't help but to, to feel happy for a guy like that, a guy that's busted his ass now for, what, five, six years on practice squads, bouncing around, finally gets a chance, steps in, takes care of business. You got the whole team – you know, cheering your name after the game. Uh, coach sends you to the podium. Man, it's just like it. It, it was. It was almost like a. You could write a freaking movie script. Yeah, off a story it, you know, yeah. like it was just awesome. And for me, it, I, I kind of I got emotional too watching that, just because you know what kind of guy he is. But it was impressive, man. And you, you also got to talk a little bit too about uh, Hank Fraley. I mean, he went through the same oh, thing yeah. last year. We saw what nine, ten, eleven different guys start for this offensive line last year. Uh, because of injuries and how many different combinations and every single game, like the guys were ready to go. And with Hank, he's just such a, he's such a calming presence. I think to have as a coach where, uh, you know, you're not going to come off the field after a mistake and get your ass ripped and all of a sudden try to start doing too much or start panicking or worrying. He's a guy that gives you confidence. And when you talk about young players and you talk about backups, that's might be the most important thing in the world. Send those guys out there with confidence that, you're here for a reason. We wouldn't be playing you if we didn't think you were a good player. Get yep. out there, get the job done, man. And for, for what the last year and uh, you know two games now, uh, he's got he gets his guys ready to go. So he is he is a true, I think, underrated part of that coaching staff um, with all the moving pieces. And you know you're ta- not talking about quarterbacks. You're not talking about you know uh, you know the corner position where it's two guys. You got five guys out there. You got to get on the same yep. page. Every single play, and he's done that, man. And I think that's just a testament to the kind of coach he is. Now, I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about the offense, and we should because the offense, as we mentioned, over 35 points each of the first two games. It's explosive, but it's also going to have to be explosive because defensively, you know, Carson Wentz, while he had a slow start, threw for 337 yards, three touchdowns. Um, 